Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Cosmo Happy Hour. It's everything you would talk about with your best friends, from sex to celebrity to entertainment. From the editors of Cosmopolitan.com, this is the Cosmo Happy Hour with Elisa Benson. is coming to a close and I don't know about you but I feel like it can't be here fast enough. This was a crazy year from the Olympics in Rio to an insane election. This year was nothing short of buzzworthy. But before we officially say goodbye to 2016, we want to recap the most talked about moments in pop culture from this year that are worth discussing just one last time. I'm Elisa Benson. This is Cosmopolitan.com's Happy Hour podcast. And today we are discussing Cosmo's top 10 most important pop culture moments in 2016. Joining me on the panel today from Cosmopolitan.com is our entertainment editor, Patty Greco. Hi, Patty. Hi, Elisa. Are you so excited to talk about all things pop culture? Oh my God, I'm so excited. It's never going to die. It's never going to 2016 is never going to die. And also joining us in the studio today from MTV is stand-up comedian and entertainment journalist, Chloe Hilliard. Hi, Chloe. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm great. Are you just so excited to, um, what are you more excited for? To talk about the 10 most important pop culture moments of 2016 or to say goodbye to 2016 forever? Um, I am happy to talk about them because I have no idea what 2017 is going to be like. That's true. Like it may be so much more crazy than this that we would be like, I I long for the days. Right. Yeah, you have a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ever end 2016. Right, exactly. exactly. We're just starting to cope. Right, exactly. We're just starting to get through it. Well, we have some very special guests that are going to join us from the West Coast um, to help us count down these top 10 biggest moments. So let's go ahead and give them a ring now. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yes. All right. So here to officially kick off our countdown and discuss the juiciest moments of 2016, we had to bring in a couple who is having quite the comeback themselves this year. Our great friends, Heidi and Spencer Pratt. Hey, guys. Hey! <laughs> Where are you guys calling from right now? You're in LA, right? Uh, from the beach. From the beach. Yes. We're just like that episode. We're right there. Right there. <laughs> you guys are. Just, you guys are always at the beach. I can't imagine you in in any other place. But that's what makes you perfect pop culture experts. Um, you got to live your whole lives on the West Coast, where. Um, living this stuff every day so okay let's I don't know what I'm talking about I'm totally (laughs) rambling let's go ahead and jump in I'm going to start with moment number 10 on our list of the most important Cosmo pop culture moments of 2016 number 10 Justin Bieber and his meltdowns Mm. I love Bieber but this was a year for him where he just really couldn't stop like going off at his fans Mm. Um, and I felt like, you know, it. We I feel like in years past, we saw the rise of Bieber and then sort of the self-destruction of Bieber and the Bieber apology tour. And this year was the, like, Bieber really lashing out at the fans. Patty, I, what did you think? I mean, I've never loved him more. He's He was so hot this year. His hair was so hot. <laughs> um, I just, I wanted him to yell right at me for trying to take his photo. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yell at me, Bieber. Yell at me. And I think the more he tried to explain, you know, these sort of moments of him explaining why he was yelling at the fans and it kind of just like he was digging himself mm-hmm. like even more and more into a hole. And um, then there was the whole thing with him deleting and reactivating his Instagram account um, when he was sort of dating and he went on this Instagram binge with model Sophia Richie. Um, Selena Gomez fans were mad. He totally freaked out and deactivated the whole thing. Um, Chloe, feelings on that? Well, one, I think that I have a theory and it's not my theory. Someone told it to me, but I'll make it seem like it's my own just to sound like amazing. Is that (laughs) the age of which you become a celebrity, you are perpetually trapped in that mindset. Ah. And so you have to realize that he was a kid and he doesn't have any sort of understanding of like how to interact with people outside of fame. It's like the Michael Jackson complex, you know, so he doesn't know how how to 
communicate his feelings he just lashes out and so when people are like oh he's crazy like I understand like yes his things aren't he has temper tantrums but we have no idea what it's like to have like millions of people following your every move and I'm pretty sure he probably was going out with Sophia and was like I have a hot new chick I just want to post a picture and forgot he has 10 million followers who are just going to rip her to shreds by the way side note she's 17 so it was gross in my book but you know whatever <laughs> I guess that cel- is for a different list yeah, cel- celebrity 17 is like a real life 42 right <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, Spencer what do you think predictions for what's going to happen to Bieber in 2017 is he going to recover from this Oh, yeah, he just announced his stadium tour, so I think he's going to stop dancing and just get, like, really, you know, serious as an artist. But I think the reason he quit Instagram is because, uh, I don't know, is the word pwned? I don't know. It's, like, an internet word yeah. where you get, like, owned. I think Selena just owned him in the comments section, and like, he couldn't come back with a good enough comeback and was like forget it I'm deleting my account like, oh my god you're so right that's so how boys like respond to things yeah. it's just like yeah, yeah so just gonna stop talking. I think she was like maybe you shouldn't post photos for your you know like whatever she wrote was so good and so like I'm about to go to rehab type comment um so it was like <laughs> she's very like, introspective yeah she was just like on one so she's like bam so uh but I think he needs and then the other last week you said the Instagram's like hell or whatever. It's like, come on, dude. Why right. don't you give me those 90 million demons you got following you? There? Right, exactly. I'll take your double followers, Bieber. Yeah, yeah please. <laughs> Sign me up for that horrible hell. Hell is me not being able to get like 15 comments and like 10 likes. That's hell, Bieber. Hell is 14 comments. Yeah. I hear you. Um, so moving right along to number nine on our list. One of my favorite pop culture things to obsess over this year, Rihanna and Drake, are they or aren't they? So fans have speculated our relationship. There's kind of always been this like on again, off again rumor with Riri and Drake. Um, He's always been the emotional soul that he is, more vocal about crushing on her. But then the big moment this year was when he was presenting her with the VMA's Video Vanguard Award and confessed his love for her. He literally said, she's someone I've been in love with since I was 22 years old. Patty, you've covered a million of these shows. Did you Mm -hmm. see it coming? Did it feel shocking to you? It did feel shocking to me. Um, I thought that the billboards were really kind of gross, though. Like, it was, like, (laughs) too overboard. Although, I will say, I just asked my boyfriend, if we got a dog, would you Instagram it? And he said no. And it's like... I don't like Drake gets Rihanna a billboard and you can't Instagram our dog like come Wait, on this is a hypothetical it You'd... was a hypothetical oh my gosh. but yeah anyway I he says that Wait, get the dog and see what happens alright alright yeah. thank you yeah. thank you Chloe I feel better but anyway I'm rambling I think that I didn't see it coming but it makes perfect sense for Drake and then Rihanna like <laughs> was embarrassed when he was going on on stage and it was really cute right. I think he I think he just has a I mean who doesn't have a crush I have a crush on Rihanna I know. Right. you know like everybody she's she's like the female prince like if you get gaze at her too long all of a sudden you just get aroused <laughs> so I think the problem is, is that he probably just loved her for so long and he's been infatuated with her and now he feel like he had a chance he had to let the whole Chris Brown thing die down yeah to, and then become friends with her and then finally like you know you know confess his love but he always loves women who are unobtainable like first he was in love with Aaliyah who's been dead for like over 10 years <laughs> and then he got a tattoo of her and then he was in love with Nikki who's always been with somebody else and now he's in love with Rihanna and I think he's just like the good guy that Rihanna's like I should probably just have a nice good guy who loves my dirty draws who'll never do me wrong but then she's like he's too much he put a billboard up it's gross he's it's too much didn't she literally say I don't have the quote in front of me but I think she literally said thank you <laughs> <laughs> I love you thank you and then dodged his kiss yes, yes. But then they got matching tattoos. I think it's oh. it's so com- complicated. She, she she knows that he is her safety net. Oh you yeah. You know what I mean? We all have that that one person who's your safety net like who who will always be there for yeah, you, your but back you just, burner guy. but you just can't come to terms with being with that person at that moment. Yeah. So, Chloe, are you rooting for them or you think it's just never going to happen? I think that they would be a good couple, but later in life yeah yeah mm-hmm. like, I think after they get all the because they're still young you know right when they're both like 40 40 like J-Lo and yeah. Anthony what's his name Mark Anthony Mark Anthony but they're yeah. not together yeah they're, but they just kissed on stage she he just, he's divorcing his wife if she says I will get back with you and yeah. Mark Anthony is dumping whoever he's with to get back with J-Lo <laughs> okay so they're Rihanna and Drake are the new Mark Anthony and J-Lo for better or worse I love that 
Moving on to moment number eight, Chrissy Teigen and Mommy Shamer. So she gave birth to Luna to Luna Simone in April. She was photographed at dinner days after giving birth in lots of internet shame, accusing her of being attention-seeking. She cra- clapped back with her usual wit with a tweet saying, I went to dinner, people are pissed, good morning. But I think this was an important moment to have on the list because it happened to Chrissy Teigen. We all know she's typically outspoken on Twitter, but this just to me really represents something that is happening to all moms everywhere, whether or not you're Chrissy Teigen. It, like mom shaming is sort of at a, like we're at peak mom shame right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Spencer and Heidi, what do you guys think? I love Chrissy Teigen. I think she's incredible. I think she's sexy. I don't know when it became okay to flaunt everything when you're not a mom and then you're a mom all of a sudden and it's not like acceptable. So I think good for her. She's hot. She's amazing. She's funny. She's sassy. I think she's like the it girl. So I think that um, she should do whatever she wants and who cares if she decides to show things or not. That's completely up to her and her husband obviously she knows what she's doing and I think when you're a mom that's probably one of the most exciting amazing moments so you want to be able to share that with your fans and with people that you do share other parts of your life with so why would you keep that part a secret so I think it's incredible yeah I have to say though I don't know how Chrissy Teigen isn't exhausted to be Chrissy Teigen because she just continually fights back at all of these like brainless dummy trolls Mm -hmm. who come at her every day like I don't know how she doesn't just like completely like lose her mind or even get bored of it and I mean I guess she does she quit Twitter for a while right yeah. mm-hmm. and then came back or she made herself private or she something. made herself Whatever, private yeah. yeah exactly exactly um and speaking of internet trolls that brings us to number number seven on the list Leslie Jones star of Ghostbusters had to deal with her own fair share of internet trolls um she tweeted about the Ghostbusters premiere that no designers wanted to dress her Christian Siriano stepped in and made her look like a million dollars um, after that, her Twitter account was hacked to post homophobic messages. She received many racist and hateful messages. And she quit Twitter because of this. Like, you know, she said, I leave Twitter tonight with tears and a very sad heart. All this because I did a movie. You can hate the movie, but the shit I got today, wrong. She did end up returning later. Um, there was a lot of trending hashtags showing support of her. Um But, you know, it sort of felt unbelievable to me that in 2016, something like this is still happening. Um, Chloe, why do you think this particular, why Leslie Jones, why was she getting so much attention and hate for this? Well, because, okay, first of all, people get upset about fictional characters being revamped, right? So the the real reason why people were upset is because they took Ghostbusters, which is like a cult classic, and they made it an all-woman cast. And so, of course, when you look at the, all the women, you're going to go for the person who seems to have the least amount of celebrity and also isn't your traditional depiction of like a Hollywood beauty is. And so you have three white women and you have Leslie Jones and all the other white women people know them so they're not no one's going to attack them trolls are not going to attack they're going to go for who they think is the easy target but what they didn't realize is that people adore her and they're going to rally around her and you just made her even more of a celebrity by attacking her for something so stupid as a ghost movie right like you know and she's on saturday night live she's amazing she's a great comedian she's been doing it for a really long time she knows she's not a classic beauty she makes fun of it like she accepts all of her flaws so to point out her flaws even more just makes you look like an imbecile you know, no one's perfect, and I'm pretty sure you look crazy in your mom's basement tweeting in your underwear. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Um, I have another note in front of me that I almost forgot to mention, but her tweets during the Olympics were, like, the best thing yes. ever. She was, I feel like everyone was like, Leslie Jones for, I don't know, NBC yeah. Olympics yeah. Hunger Games yeah. host. She, like, like whatever. You, tro- you trolled one yeah. of the most patriotic black women in America, Yeah, <laughs> and she got a free trip out of it. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> NBC flew her to Rio. Um, so it all worked out great for Leslie in the end. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ryan Lochte's incident. Who wants to, I don't even know, like who wants to unpack this? His his lie? You mean his His lie? lie. (laughs) Yeah, incident. Okay, so Ryan and his boys were trying to have a night out in Brazil, got (laughs) wasted, 
was pissy drunk as you know you do you don't know what a bathroom is you start peeing in random cups on the floor and holes and walls and the people at the gas station called him out for it and he was like I'm Ryan Lockett it was like we don't speak English we don't care who you are and then he tried to leave and they were like you're not gonna leave us with this damage and this pee pee smell give us some money for some like Lysol to clean his shit up and he said no and then they told his mom that they got like that's the worst part about it like you and your friend like if you go and do some terrible shit uh, own up to it don't go to mom like mom we got we got robbed yeah and don't you can't you almost see the way this was like spiraling out of control it's really his mom's it's the mom's fault it's the mom's fault I mean no 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 like it's the mom's fault because she took it to the media she took it like because she was talking about it on a bus where media was at you know everybody's a journalist down there so she you know my son can you imagine my son American hero a swimmer he was held up at gunpoint (laughs) this country's nuts and they was like is it (laughs) (laughs) it was like the daily mail that like broke the whole story too because everyone else is just going along with it (laughs) right everyone is like oh yeah that's 100% true yeah Yeah. it's a grainy photo of him with his wallet what's happening Right, yeah. he's obviously being held up at gunpoint. But um, he did clarify in an interview that, yeah, he made the whole thing up, released an <laughs> apology. Um, the Olympics committee forgave him, so I guess it is all... And he went on Dancing with the Stars. That's how America forgave him. <laughs> right. He did it, hot salsa. It wasn't the apology, it was the hot salsa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I, I would step in and say that the Olympic committee should be at fault a little bit for letting a guy like that be without like a babysitter true. in public. <laughs> you know, like, it's true. If I'm in charge of the Olympics and I got guys that like pretty much can only swim, like I'm not like, oh guys, go around this country on your own and you know keep an eye on yourselves that's a good point right like next year or not next year because there is no olympics next yeah. year but at the next summer olympics we're how many athletes did we send this year it was several hundred yeah we're a lot yeah and now we're gonna have to sell, send several hundred athletes plus like chaperones well it depends on what country it's in i think yeah yeah <laughs> And, like, really, I don't know that the ladies need chaperones. No, definitely no. not. Yeah. Women know how to ke- keep it together. We, yeah. don't, we don't pee in the street. We do yeah. If we do, it's very classy. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, the gymnasts, they're not getting into any trouble, and they're literal And we will be saying sorry the entire time. Like, I'm so sorry I'm peeing right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't look at me. I'm peeing. Stop. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry my body has to pee. <laughs> Moving right along, number five on the list, Beyonce's Lemonade. Um... I am not the best person to talk about this. Patty, do Do you not know it well? I don't, like, I, okay, I don't even want to, like, start here because this is distracting, (laughs) but I'm, like, just not a Beyonce super fan. I just, like, I'm, like, she's fine. She's fine. Okay, it's okay. If you're not a Beyonce super fan, that is fine, but Lemonade is different than all her other music. It's, like, her best music. So, okay, so explain today. explain why Lemonade was so significant, why this was such a departure for her, the the um, conversation around it. Right, so basically this premiered on HBO on a Saturday night, right? It was a Saturday yes, night. Yes, it was. I do remember this, and I, I was like, okay, so we knew this was coming, but we didn't know exactly what it was going to mm-hmm. be. So the momentum and the buildup was pretty insane. It was coming off of her first single off the album, which was Formation. And this is Beyonce for the first time getting very political in a way that she hadn't yet before. So it was a big deal for a couple and of when reasons. And when did this go? This was in April, is that right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, because April is her, her jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, um. so she had performed at the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. And that was, I think, the debut of Formation, right? Mm-hmm. For the first time and kind of kicking off this. And yeah, so then in April, we know this HBO special was coming, mm-hmm. which is significant because her album before that had been the one that was dropped in yeah. the middle of the night with no right. so this was almost the, like how does how, how do does, you top that exactly yeah. exactly like a super hbo special okay so go ahead anyway and then it kind of it became an album about did jay-z cheat on beyonce mm-hmm. so it was sort of like two big things which is one uh beyonce releasing a highly political album that addressed black lives matter um, it was beautiful, stunning, like a visual masterpiece. And then also did Jay-Z yeah. on Beyonce. <laughs> but so. you know, I just I just had a revelation because yeah. I was listening to the album. I was driving. I had a long drive and I was listening to it. And then I realized that it's not about 
her specifically because you all know she has writers and all that stuff so it's not about her specifically but I think every single song on that album relates to Lemonade of making taking lemons and making lemonade mm-hmm. so every single thing is about a woman who has some obstacle and how she overcome it in a way right so if you think about it that way mm-hmm. it is an artistic interpretation of like women being able to persevere and make it through so whether one, one, one song is about being cheating on one song is about like no one's gonna love you like me one song is about a stripper making money so it's about like if you really think about it it was like oh it's so many layers to it so I would like you like I wasn't a big Beyonce fan either like I respect her I think she's talented but then I went to the formation concert and got my entire life together and it turned (laughs) turned you into a fan absolutely yes okay because she is there's no one who is as talented as and she's like mechanical with it like yeah. down to the nuance she knows everything that happens she's a yeah. perfectionist and there's no one who can command a stage like that yeah I definitely think she is an amazing performer but you're right I just need to like go to a concert go to a, show. Okay. Go to a concert and you, you pull your edges out and um, <laughs> <laughs> and to Chloe I think to your point about knowing that she has a lot of writers and you know that this is something relatable then to you is it almost irrelevant if JJ JJ <laughs> JJ is my sister's husband who I just spent the weekend with with. That's why I just said JJ instead of Jay Z. To you, then, is it irrelevant that whether or not Jay Z, you know, cheated? Um, I, yeah, I don't think I don't think that we should call into question people's personal marriage relationships when they're being an artist. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you don't eat a you don't buy dinner at a restaurant. I was like, I wonder if the chef just had sex before he made the steak. <laughs> like, who cares? Right. Well, it's, it's, it depends <laughs> well, if there's stuff on his hands. Yeah. Well, or not whatever. in the kitchen, but you know, like you know what I mean. Like you're not. If, if you're if you're buying the art, the product of a yeah. person, it doesn't matter what happens behind closed doors. I also, from a social media point of view, because that is my background, I have to say one thing that I did think that was cool about this was how instantaneously the lemon emoji just became associated mm-hmm. with Beyonce, with yeah. this album, um, you know, seeing that like all over in the comments. And it's like, there are not very many people that can do that where overnight this sort of emoji code becomes instantly recognizable. Yeah. And I thought that was like from a stupid social media point of view really interesting I know. Heidi and Spencer you guys gotta get an emoji together <gasps> yeah uh, I'll pick any emoji they got for us <laughs> is there is there a taco emoji <laughs> yes Cause there that's, is yeah that's your thing <laughs> Taco Bell's got it we, we've taken the burrito um, I will say I feel bad for Becky with the good hair if she really wasn't Becky with the good hair because they hit her with all the lemons so <laughs> yeah you know, that's that, you know so that's the one thing about everyone speculating it's like if it wasn't this girl she sure got her life thrown upside down she probably liked it though yeah that's a good point i'm like weren't those lemons cute but yeah it was actually wait though she tweeted or instagrammed that night a photo of herself and said good hair don't care yes so i'm not saying she deserved to be yeah rachel roy uh, Rachel Ray. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So I mean, no one deserves to be bullied. I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying, why would you? But, but that say could that? have been. That could have been like just coincidence. I don't know. <laughs> no, because she was also associated with, with his. Yes, the, the, the his anyway. Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. She definitely entered the fray, for sure. For sure. Well, let's see how many lemons and bumblebees well, show up in your comments because <laughs> you said you didn't like the Beyonce. Oh yeah. Uh, the best thing out of that whole situation is the other like a couple weeks ago was that Beyonce's mom posted a photo of Jay Z in an elevator with Solange like and then deleted it because like it was, she like <laughs> forgot like that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, was, that was amazing. I'm so was, glad you reminded mom, me of that moment. My mom. That's my mom. <laughs> yeah, but so it's so funny with, with older people like they, there's so many steps to accidentally post something. Like they keep asking, like you have to keep hitting the next button. You should abort at some point before you get to post it. Like it is basic. It is impossible. Can we just say for the record, it is impossible to accidentally yes. post something on social yes, media. It is. The only thing that I think is semi acceptable is sometimes on Facebook, I accidentally like start to enter into the status field something that I meant to search for, like an yeah. ex boyfriend. But I'm not dumb enough to post it. <laughs> but. 
Um, I, although I do feel like the joke with Facebook is you know how they do the thing in the like later product updates where it shows the recent photos yes. on your camera roll. And That's scary. Yeah, and the joke is for like the first time I saw that I was like, why <laughs> is this picture of me in this dressing room on Facebook? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Why are these ninety four selfies? Exactly. So moving along to number four on our list, I think actually pretty much every year we say it's the year of breakups, but there were several high profile breakups this year. Taylor Swift and Calvin Harris. Totally didn't see that coming. Spencer, I know you feel differently. Then we saw Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston um, sort of crash and burn really fast. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard getting divorced after 15 months under really sad circumstances. Amber Amber claiming that Johnny was often drunk and there were domestic abuse allegations. Um, and then, of course, Brad and Angelina divorcing. Yeah. That yeah. was completely out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, was it? Was it? Mm. Oh, we have argued about this before. Wait, so wait, you, you have some intel? What happened? No, I don't have any intel, but I I feel like the writing was on the wall. They got together really? under terrible circumstances. The drama of it all pushed them close together. Then they had kids. And, set, and so what I think is their honeymoon period was extended longer than it normally would mm. be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so the end of their honeymoon period was 10 years. And the end of the normal honeymoon period is 3-4. Oh. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. It's interesting because I don't know what the reason why they're getting divorced. I mean, not that they would tell us, but it's Maddox. <laughs> That's the reason. Uh, he can't handle. He's he's too jealous of Brad and Angie. He's all creeped out. Mm. No, it's that it's that Brad wants to smoke a joint every now and then, and Angie's like, "No, you have to study." <laughs> no, we're going to the UN. Yeah. <laughs> you can't smoke a joint. We're going to the UN. Very independent careers, and it's hard when, at one point, you want to prioritize the other person. I mean, marriage is a, a hard thing in general, let alone when you have your own selfish ambitions. So I think with all those breakups, the thing in common is you have people who have to put themselves first and their careers first. So I'm not really surprised by any of them but it definitely was very interesting that's for sure well you guys have been together for a super super long time what is your secret we don't have pop we don't have popping careers (laughs) (laughs) way way easier when you just sit on a couch sit at the beach exactly Exactly. Uh, was there one? I would a- also say that by the sea was the nail in the coffin. <laughs> I think Angelina was like, "It's your fault. This movie tanked. I should have mm. done it with Johnny Depp." <laughs> <laughs> They're she- getting together now, by the way, and that's going to be wild. Well, you think so? Is that happening? There's. There oh, are- that's definitely happening right now. Wow. There are wow. the rumors of it, at least. He's. T- he seems way more up her alley. Yeah. Than Brad Pitt ever did. Oh yeah, because oh, he's like. That- when they were in the tourist together, I thought they were already a couple. Wow, I need to get I need to stop making movies so I can get me a husband. <laughs> Isn't that essential casting is where you find your mate? Clearly, it's that's true. What, oh, it's true. I feel like it's like if it didn't happen in college, which is like where everyone I know met their husband, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, your only choice is to become a um, movie star. Yeah, you need an agent. You just yeah. need to be like, can you get like you got Tom Cruise? It. I need a date. Find me somebody. You need a publicist, publicist, and then that publicist will get you a fake relationship because it's a good oh, PR move. Damn. So right? you don't even have to do the movie, is what you're saying. <laughs> wow. Just get a publicist. So okay. Do you, are, you think Tom Middleton and Taylor Swift really was a fake uh, relationship? My personal theory, I have strong feelings on all things related to Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, I don't think it was fake. I don't think it was for publicity. But I do think it was just the sort of typical way you date in your 20s where you like maybe hook up with somebody a few times or go out a few times. I do think she was more public about it than she has been in the past because she wanted to sort of win the Calvin Harris breakup. The same thing I do where I post like really pretty Instagrams of myself every yeah. time I break up with someone. But I think that... I don't think it was for for show completely. I just think that this is like a typical sense of hanging out a few times and hooking up, ho- hooking up a few times, being blown way out of proportion. Yeah, That's I don't think reading. Tom. I don't think Tom was aware of the Taylor machine. I don't think he was. I think he was like, she's cool. I think she's pretty. Let's go out, and then it became a story. And he's not from here, so he's like, this is way too much. No, right. I think that you guys are both being not. naive. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I agree. Anxiety. I he was like, okay, this will be a great little career boost. Yep. I'll wear the Taylor shirt in the water. I mean, they took it to like 
a whole different thing. I don't know if they had an agreement or he thought he would last a little longer, but I definitely think she's like the number one operative in Hollywood music. I um, think he was also got way too into that private jet life and all of a sudden was talking marriage and she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Really? <laughs> Do you know, Is that was that a rumor that he was talking about marriage or you're just making this up? I, is this I like fan he fiction? Was, he, was com- he was coming on too fast. Yeah. Years. Yeah. He wanted to become James Bond, the next James Bond, and then she wanted to do the the soundtrack. And, no. and are you serious? I mean, that's my that's my fan fiction. And no, I don't believe in anything. And love is not real. It's a construct. <laughs> you have definitely broken my heart. The <laughs> level of like narcissism that you have to I, I don't know, live with when you are Taylor Swift, Swift, <laughs> Swift <laughs> is like it's really crazy. Wow! Right. So she's well, empowering girls. That. Yeah, and Lisa she's Gomez just humbled her with being the have all have with all the most liked Instagram pics. Yeah. That was I that blew my mind. Yeah. Really, because it's her Instagram like, account. Is it even SD interesting? And Ronaldo. Or... Yeah, she didn't even have a squad like that. Yes, uh, more people follow Selena Gomez on Instagram than the combined American people who voted for our president. <laughs> <laughs> more more people follow her than people who voted for both Hillary and Donald Trump together. How oh, crazy is that? Like, That's it. I'll yeah. vote for Selena. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Selena for president. Selena for president. But Selena pre rehab, I think, was. Uh, <laughs> I think. Okay, you'll. You can work that message into the campaign for sure. Pre rehab. Yeah. Um, number three on our list Kanye's freak out. This is so sad to talk about. Um, so since Kim's robbery, Kanye has been extra eccentric in the public eye. He said on stage he would have voted for Trump if he had voted. Everyone booed him. Such a weird thing to say, especially coming from him. He ended a concert in Oakland early saying that his, you know, voice was hoarse. Uh, he said he would give everyone a refund and do better next time. He was kind of arriving late, sort of one weird thing after the next until he finally canceled the rest of his tour and then was hospitalized for exhaustion and has been recovering since. Of course, the tabloid machine has been freaking out of what does this mean for Kim and Kanye? What does this mean for their relationship? Um, But, you know, certainly the behavior seems bizarre and this feels really sad. I mean, to me, this feels, I don't know what your guys' read on it is, but to me, this really feels like somebody who is struggling emotionally, having a bit of a breakdown and just happens to have to be in the position to do it very publicly. I mean, yeah, that's what I think as well. I, um, It's tough because you think that there might be like some sort of mental illness going mm-hmm. on and so it's hard to talk about like the thing that I want to jump in with is what's happening with him and Jay-Z I thought they loved each other but I don't I don't know if there's really if it's if it's yeah. light or if it's serious well I mean Kanye's career started with a tragedy you know like yeah. he was an up-and-coming producer he wasn't a rapper he had a, cr- a crazy car accident that broke his jaw he was in rehab his mouth was wired shut his first song was through the wire that he rapped with his jaw wired shut and then you know years pass he becomes a a celebrity a well-known producer and a rapper but then when he was a rapper on jay-z's um label jay-z didn't really even like him like that you know but he looked up to him so much so he had like this affinity for jay-z and wanted to be like him and then he becomes his own celebrity and then he becomes an egotistical person because it's like no one believed in me i had to believe him myself and then his mom passes away you know tragically from complications from plastic surgery which is like Hollywood made my mom feel like she had to look a certain way this Mm -hmm. was a a a preventable uh, death and then he never really healed from that he went back on tour he started having breakdowns on tour while he's singing dear mama like so he never really had a chance to recover from all of these things that happened and then now he has his wife who because a celebrity is targeted by a robbery so it's a lot of things that are products of celebrity and it's like at some point you just want to make music and you don't want to have to deal with all these things so I think that's why he does stay on stage because it's probably like his purest moment where he can just be to himself but then you have to deal with all the other nonsense that goes around it and that's the thing that people don't realize it's like I just want to I just want to sing my songs like I don't want people snapping pictures of my kids walking down the street or breaking into my house you know it's just all this other stuff that you don't want to have to deal with so I think it's really easy to be like oh he's crazy but it's like we have no idea like when it comes to Justin Bieber we have no idea what it's like to have millions of people watching your every waking move absolutely absolutely um Spencer Heidi anything to add on Kanye yeah I think that he just kind of 
got so caught up in Kim Kardashian and her world, and that's just a lot. That whole world, the momager, the sisters, I mean, it's just a lot of pressure. I think that he was so in love with Kim that he didn't really think it through. I think he kind of overcommitted to this really present world. I mean, he picked the most famous girl who is this Instagram, you know, most public possible figure. So bringing your kids into that and that whole life, I mean, that's a real commitment. So I think that he didn't really understand what that meant. And maybe it wasn't the right decision at the right time for him. And if so, it's just kind of something he's going to have to deal with and knowing that is who Kim is. And that is that lifestyle that you're going to have to put up with. So I think that's really hard. And it seems like he's in a battle of kind of two different people. Like he wants to be this famous, successful person. And at the same time, I think he has a lot of hurt and tragedy and things that are going on. So I think that uh, he just needs some time away and some time out of the public, maybe even for like a year, they should move or something. And I think it's hard also with Kim because she's on her own agenda. You know, she has her own plans, her own things to do. So it's hard for her to really prioritize him and their family. But I think that they just need time out of the limelight. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, take a little breather for sure. And they, you know, announced that they're at least temporarily shutting down production on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Um, and then Ryan Seacrest said that wasn't true and, like, countered that, like, a day ago. He's like, Oh, I didn't great. even see we're that. Still, he's like, we're still filming. Everyone, I talked to everyone's great. Everyone's great. Yeah. Cameras are rolling. But I think it's uh, there is a conspiracy. I, I do the timing of him being on the line for $30 million and then him being able to use insurance to pay for it if he supposedly had a mental breakdown is suspicious you know like he is a mad genius so if you told me to like go play crazy for like a few days and you won't have to pay 30 million dollars to get out of your concerts so you can focus on your fashion line that you're behind schedule on you know there is that angle and if people are like oh that's a conspiracy it's like well People do crazy stuff in Hollywood, especially when $30 million is at stake. So I don't know. I don't think uh, the timing is just first off, if you're about to have a mental breakdown, I know I hate I work out all the time. Right. And I never like working out if I'm exhausted and having a mental breakdown. Am I going to my trainer's house the next day like that? That already is suspicious to me. Like, did Kanye really need to go work out? Like, <laughs> that actually doesn't seem like the most suspicious thing to me. But I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. You, th- you think when you zombie tired and you're not even like a workout person you're gonna go like to your trainer's house on monday well first of all i don't have a trainer (laughs) (laughs) i never work out but i don't know i'm just saying people cope with their you know i don't think there's one way that people have a breakdown or one way that people deal with things but i think if there is another story there that you're alluding to like honestly we'll probably find out in the next season of keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> we will know all I, soon. I don't. I don't think we'll ever know the truth on that one. Well, we have more Kardashians to talk about, um, because of course we couldn't just have one Kardashian item on this list. Number two on the list: Rob Kardashian and Black China. This is we all. I don't even think I need to go into the complicated black backstory of how Black China got caught up in the Kardashian family. China and Kim used to be friends. Um, Tyga, who is Kylie's on-again, off-again boyfriend, is China's baby daddy. We all sort of know about um, the web of how she has been involved in their lives. But um, sort of out of the blue, um, we hadn't really heard much from Rob Kardashian over these past few years. Um, but all of a sudden, Rob and Black China um, announced that they were together. She sort of brought Rob out of seclusion. Um, and then basically two seconds later, it was like, they're engaged. They're having a baby. Now the baby is here. Fastest celebrity birth ever. These things usually yeah. take months. Yeah. Well, they always take months. But um, yeah, so China <laughs> gave birth to baby girl Dream Kardashian on November 10th. She already has all of her own social media accounts, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I feel like really, I really feel like usually with celebrity dramas you're like oh remember when such and such did this thing and it was like that was in 2013 i do feel the opposite about rob and black china and that it feels like it all happened Mm -hmm. so fast don't you guys feel like you woke up one day and they were together and having a baby yeah yeah i think so and i also think that she is playing the hell out of the kardashian family Mm -hmm. the fact that she's already legally changed her name to kardashian and they're not married 
Right. <laughs> it's a, she's like, I'm going to take this family down right. or ride it to the top because you guys took away my family, essentially, and you supported her. T- like, the thing is, the thing that's so crazy is that, you know, when Spencer's talking about the crazy Hollywood world is that China it was, I mean, Cardi... Kim Kardashian was grooming China to be like her protege and Kanye was grooming Tyga to be his protege. So they had initially brought them on the show and were filming scenes with them like going shopping and all this other stuff. So we'll never see that footage. So at some point while they were in the Kardashians house hanging out with the family like these are our new friends. We love this couple. Tyga and Kylie hooked up and then they started a relationship and then left China and left black China out in the cold. So it's like she's like who can, how can I get back to this family so she was like hey Rob I know no one likes you do you want to go grab a burger and he was like fuck yeah and that was it she like won all him, great yeah, love stories yeah, she won him over with food you know I think that now I completely agree with you and I am proud of her for doing what she did but I think she the timing is all wrong for her because yeah. I do think that the Kardashians are going to have not a downfall but they're going to recede uh, go back into the shadows and we're not going to see them as much in part because like I mean my god her baby was born two days after Donald Trump was elected president no one gives a fuck about Dream Kardashian yeah. oops that, that was mean because it was a baby but you get my point yeah. it's like <laughs> your our priorities like, have shifted right. this country's pri- like this idea of celebrity is going to crash and burn because it's it's been at the top for, it's, it's, it's rolled its way for a really long time right. so you can't you can't contemplate like how you're going to keep job security and education and all this other stuff and deal with this crazy the economy and be like oh wait I want to see if Chloe dyes her hair again right exactly <laughs> um, so I think I think she's still going to get the money and she's yeah. still going to be part of the family should they ever you know have a comeback again but I think that they're that the timing was a little off for her I also think Rob is just a, another person who I feel bad talking about because he might have clinical depression uh but he is such he's just such a sad sack though. I mean They treat him so bad. I mean, I'm pretty sure he, he does stuff too, but the way they treat him on that show, it's like right. how they treated Bruce Jenner. They are they those Kardashian women Kardashian will cut your balls off and put it in a jar. Like yeah. so it's all the men on there just get railroaded. They get railroaded. Yeah, it's it's so true. And I'm actually glad for Rob. I think no matter what, like having a kid can change your life and to have someone to support him is so great. He's had them all just kind of ignore him or I mean who knows what really happens behind the scenes but this poor guy and he doesn't have his dad and there's just so many missing pieces for him too so no matter what I'm happy that he kind of has this that he's alive that it gives him something else to focus on gives him someone else to fight with even if him and China aren't getting along at least it's like not his parents and that family that he's talking about all the time and that family's the most overexposed family in the world i mean we know how that expiration date starts ticking and it's i mean we never got to that height and that level but it's it's still you feel that momentum when you're starting to fall and you feel it with kanye and with kim and kind of everyone starts feeling this dimming effect and i think that definitely is true i think that they've had their peak yeah they'll still be successful and rich but not like they want to be and and having that and we know being at that peak and falling from that is really hard to cope with as well like when you're the most famous this that people and then all of a sudden no one cares that's a hard reality to deal with too so i think that transition is going to be really interesting as well and i think that kylie you know that's the hardest thing in all this she was so young when him Mm. and her and tiger got together and she hasn't really lived and doesn't know 100 percent who she is as like a woman and a person and you know, like you said with that fame thing, well, if she got famous at eight or nine, is she still eight or nine years old? It's like, good Lord, I think she needs to live a little. Yeah. yeah. That kind of makes me feel sad. I mean, that was a, I don't know, it gave me a perspective on it that they're probably panicking. Yeah. They're probably panicking and like a little bit depressed. Yeah. yeah don't feel too bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, this just went to a dark place. Yeah, they save their money. I don't, I don't yeah. feel too bad. I'd work for them. But okay, I good. do think Kylie should get away from Tyga. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't trust him as far as yeah. He, I could throw him. <laughs> I'm with you there, not only because whatever about Tyga, he does not seem nearly as like accomplished as Kylie is, but also 
just the way that I think anybody how old is she 19 I just don't think any 19 year old should like I'm like that person that's always like break up with your high school boyfriend before you go to college or Mm -hmm. whatever I just feel like she should be like young and figuring herself out I also don't like how he swooped her like he was at least what 23 24 dating like a 15 year old like that's right there already like some weird mind game level you put on her yeah yeah what is that footage, that, like, vintage Keeping Up with the Kardashians footage where he's performing at, is it oh, her or Kendall's, like, 16th birthday? Yeah. yeah. Ew. He's that rat, he's rat, 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 Right. Oh my God. It could have gone another way. So, what if it was Soldier Boy doing like super soaked that hole? (laughs) My God. His life would have taken a turn. What if secretly China, China and Tiger were together and they're like the secret operative couple? I'm like, all right, you go for, you know, her and I'll go for him. Break, you know? Yeah. That is creepy. And you could see it happening. Yeah. I know. Kylie needs to get pregnant for the plan to be official. Oh my gosh. Don't even say that. Yeah. I don't think Chris is going to let that happen. No. Yeah. She's not going to let that happen. She'd take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So moving right along to our number one thing on Cosmo's 2016 pop culture countdown. It is, of course, Kim Kardashian. Um, which it, right exactly I know I wish I had like a sound effect but um, yeah. so Kim Kardashian um, you know I think it was Patty was it over was it in 2015 where we did an entire podcast about the Par- Kardashians doesn't that seem like a long time ago now yeah so in some ways it's kind of always felt like for these past few years that it's been the year of the Kardashians but I do feel like there was something about Kim in this you know tragic robbery um, in Paris, her hotel room was broken into. She was, you know, tied up, gagged while she was robbed at gunpoint. They took over $10 million in jewels. And it does sort of seem like since then she has been maintaining a low profile. Um, I guess it's not true that they're halting production on the show, but she has certainly been much quieter on social media mm-hmm. than she ever has been for this long of a stretch of time. Um, and not that that was in any way connected to the election and to other things we're feeling, but in some ways it does sort of feel like this metaphor of the downfall of the mega celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that to me feels like a very 2016 thing and a reason why it makes sense to have Kim number one on this list in a totally different reason than why she might have been on the list in 2015. I think she, sim- I think she symbolizes the the greatness of technology and social media but also the ability for people to just put blinders on and not pay attention to what's really important mm-hmm. you know like so there were there were things like you know black lives matter happened and police brutality people protesting in the streets and then she puts a post up and she's like i have black kids and then it's like her with like 10 million dollar jewelry on you're like what like you took us you took a poignant thing that you could have like made a stance about and then made it about you right. and this like weird narcissistic way you know and I and I don't I don't want to shame her for being who she is and being a celebrity but I do this is why I love Parisians because they don't give a damn Mm -hmm. and they were like why would you post a picture of your big ass ring on social media and not expect to get robbed like like that will that that's a European mindset because they because they're much older cultures and they know wealth and they have like monarchies and stuff and they look at us as Americans like why are you guys so flashy we've been doing this since like the 1300s (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh you're so right you're so right um the second I saw that that ring photo posted I swear I said to Heidi oh she's gonna get jacked like it was it was too big of a diamond like it looked like if you don't steal this, you're stupid type of diamond. Yeah. You know, like, it, it makes people who aren't thieves think about grabbing that off your finger. You know, so that was, I've seen, you know, Birkins are one thing. I always think those are flashy when you start getting into alligator Birkins. And, you know, if you're carrying a $70,000 purse, like, you're probably going to get jacked also. But when you do, like, million-plus-dollar rings and don't have, like, seven guys with guns standing next to you in the photo... You know, that's what rappers do. You know, they always flash jewelry, but they also have, like, ten guys with machine guns, like, pointing at the camera, like, come try to steal my chain. Like, that's a game for them. But you're just like, Kim, so 
I saw that one coming, which is sad. I, you know, if I could have texted her, I would have wrote like, "Yo, girl, you should, you should chill on that one." Yeah. I mean, but I guess I assumed she did have bodyguards. That's yeah. what threw me off is that she's just in this boutique hotel or whatever the hell it was with no security whatsoever. Uh, I, I can't imagine. I do think, like, I feel the same way. Like, I'm sort of like, you assume she's always surrounded by people. And mm-hmm. I guess that is that thing where you forget that she is, like, a real, I mean, she's not a real person. She's a huge mega celebrity. But I guess she does have to do some real people things. Yeah. Like, it's not literally, like, secret service. Right. Yeah. I would say this. The Kardashians, one thing they are, with all due respect to them, is, like, money-grubbing, like, cheap. Like, when it comes to, like, oh, I don't need security. Like, everyone loves me versus, like, when Spidey was famous, we paid, like, ten grand a day in security because we're, like, oh, everyone hates us, you know. So <laughs> there is, you know, that like that's the problem with like loving thinking you're like so great Mm -hmm. is like you think everyone loves you which was like a false sense where like guarantee you you know kim rivals angelina jolie and just like you know obviously not like accolades but like in fame like more people are going to spot kim on the street than angelina which is Mm. crazy to say but angelina guarantee you has two armed guards with her because she's like my security you know you know, it's just a bit. These Kardashians have a different headset. I swear, I, I'm telling you, they just don't. They, they don't. Anyone with Kim's money should have had an armed guard right. on with her. You know, period. Yeah. It was just like I'm Kim. People love me. <laughs> you know what's really bothering me too is like I watch Kylie now on Snapchat still because I have to for work, not just because I want to. Yeah, okay, but right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> but. But I'm just like, I can't help but judge the whole family for not dropping out with Kim, if that makes sense. I'm just like, they weren't loyal to Rob either when he no. went through his his tough times. It's like, they just pretend. I'm like, why am I more upset and still concerned about Kim than you seem? And it's like, I know that at home and in the privacy of their home, they may be more concerned, and I'm sure they are. But they're not putting on that public persona, and it just feels disloyal. Yeah. And the one thing I've always loved about the family is that they are loyal and um, I don't know. It's throwing. It's throwing the whole it, thing. They, out for they me. have become prisoners to their public perception, mm. and it would. I think more people would have respected them more if they all released a statement that says, "At this time, we need to stand by Kim. We're going to cease, you know, production on everything because we, our family is most important. Our safety is most important. We want to, you know, we want to revisit these things in 2017. Have a happy rest of the year. Right. But no, because Kylie's still putting out lip gloss. Right. Kylie <laughs> didn't go to the VMAs because Norman and whatever the dog's name is had a baby. And it's like, wait, yeah. <laughs> that's why you didn't go to the VMAs? Because no. Norman had a baby? They're, oh. they're all teammates when it benefits themselves. Right. And that's what I think people don't realize. Like, if you watch the beginning of the Kardashians, like, they didn't all get along so well. It's like, so really what's bonded them together is money and fame. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, they're a great family, too, and that helps. But it's really when it benefits themselves and each other. And Kylie and Kendall seem like they're kind of on their own page as well. Like, yeah, they're Kardashians, but they're not. You know, like, right. their last name is Jenner. They do have a different dad. They do have different, or, you know, whatever. They have just different lives at the same time. So I think that Kim's not their main concern. And they all have their own careers. And they all have Chris probably telling them to keep working and, you know, whipping that, uh, that work with for them. But I will right. bet you money that the first thing Kylie says, she looked over her little pay friend Jordan and said, "Uh, I'm so glad Kim's <laughs> off Snapchat. Like, that's my thing. <laughs> her paid friend Jordan, did you say? I yeah. love that. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, Jordan has to be on salary at this point. <laughs> Otherwise, where's Jordan? Like, how does Jordan pay bills? Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's going to be interesting, though, to see, like, where they do go from here, like, what options they do have, how they're going to split or stay together. I think that we're going to start seeing a huge change in the Kardashians, whether they want it or it's just projected by the public. So I think that it is going to be a completely different year than we've seen coming up for all the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. The smartest thing is if Kim decided to like get a really reputable life coach and reimagine her life she could be like the new Martha Stewart like if she was like my focus is being a mom like what's her name the woman who has the honest company 
Oh, Jessica, Jessica, Jessica Alba. Mm-hmm. Like, if she went the Jessica Alba route, was like, I'm focusing on my family, and my kids. I want to make things. I'm, I want to make the world a better place. It's all about like being your best you. I think she could kill it, but she would have to abandon all of this like material, superficial stuff that she did because it, those two worlds can't work together. Right. That's she really nude selfies also too much. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, she has to stop the nude selfies. It is interesting thinking though that she probably is thinking about the next way to sort mm-hmm. of reinvent herself. Mm-hmm. And the sort of like mom entrepreneur route could be a good one for her. But you're right, it doesn't really jive with her current. No, but she would she would do so much more good if she went that way versus being the self centered mom who's always naked and showing her tits. And there's nothing <laughs> wrong with doing that. Right. But when you as you get older, what message are you really sending to your own kids at that point? Right. And I think Patty, you had brought this up before, um, at Cosmo and have done some pieces about this but I do think it's probably true that in 2017 people might demand that of celebrities a little more Mm -hmm. you want celebrities that stand for something and have something to say it's also hard when you don't want to reinvent yourself like I think she likes who she is and this image and it's like well everyone has to grow and evolve and I think she's stuck in being this person that she's always wanted to be this you know, so I think it's hard at, at this point where she feels like she's just arriving where she wants to be to completely erase it and, and start over. So I don't know if she's capable of doing that at this point. They're so deep in their Kardashian characters and, and who they are versus who they really are. It's hard to decipher that reality. That's a really good and point. If, and if Kanye really is cracking and it's not like an insurance scam, like it's easier said than done for her to now do anything in life because, you know, it's going to be it was already hard enough for them to like decorate the house. Like, you know, supposedly they've spent like 10 million in like changing things in their like house in the valley. So if you can't even get your you know furniture in your house together as a as a couple you're in for some wild years of raising north and saint and trying to you know be on the same page yeah that's yeah. true well Heidi and Spencer we are gonna have to call you guys one year from today uh-huh. and talk about all of this again <laughs> <laughs> we will see where Kim yeah. K is then and what about for you guys what's happening in 2017 we'll be here uh 2017 <laughs> we'll is gonna here. be um, a very interesting year for us. So I'm excited to see what's ahead. I feel like we're having a kind of shift of momentum. And uh, I think life is going to be a lot more meaningful. We have a big project coming up that we can't talk about, but that will be exciting. That's such the Hollywood line right there. But in real life, there really is one, not like. <laughs> not just like, oh, we got a big project. Yeah. We got a project in development and the work. Yeah, it's not a long term. It's just, you know, a good, fun thing. So. Um, and then Heidi is going to get pregnant. Yeah. Oh. Can't wait. Ugh, so excited. Yeah, well, very exciting. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. It's always such a treat. We love having you to you know gossip with over here it's the yeah. best <laughs> it's the best thanks guys thank, thank you, you. Yeah. happy new year happy yeah, new year yes. bye bye, bye. welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it well, it was so fun counting down the biggest pop culture moments of the day with you guys. Um, any favorites before we go? Chloe, favorite moment? Oh, my gosh. Um, the fact that love isn't real and Taylor Swift <laughs> is a monster. Is that that blew my mind? That's your biggest. Takeaway. Yeah. And I need a publicist. I can get a boyfriend. Thing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Patty, what about I you? Don't, I don't know that Taylor Swift is everything is fake. I don't know that. I just I feel like all the all the proof is there. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but definitely get a publicist because okay. fake relationships. Okay. Got it. Very real. Did you, and did you have a favorite pop culture moment, Patty, from something we discussed? Um, Well, I wouldn't call it a favorite, but I, I'm fascinated just by the all the Kardashian ones because I think we're really seeing a shift in what's happening with that yeah. family. It really will be interesting a year from now to like talk about this all again and see where we're at. So you guys, same time, same place? <laughs> yes. A year from now? Yes. Okay, great. And in the meantime, since a year is a long way away, um, we always like to end. Um, Chloe, do you want to shout out your Twitter handle or where yes. the best place is for Absolutely. people to follow you? Absolutely. You can go to ChloeHilliard.com That's C-H-L-O-E-H-I-L-L-I-A-R-D. All of my social media links are there, videos of me and my show schedule. So if you want to come out and see me live anywhere in the country, I'll be there. You could be there and we can laugh together. And Patty, where is the best place for people to um, follow you? P 
pee and what am I pad? I, this happens to me every time. I, know, I feel like I just read Cosmopolitan.com because that's where everything I do is. <laughs> that's where all your thoughts get channeled yes. into. Okay. <laughs> um, and as always, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat at Lisa Benson. And thank you so much, as always, for listening to the Cosmopolitan.com Happy Hour podcast. If there are things you want to hear us talk about in a future episode, let me know. And as always, please subscribe and share and like and do all the things you do with the podcast. I will see you guys next week. Bye. is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.